Hello and welcome to episode number 456 of Smart Podcast Trashy Books. I'm Sarah Wendell and today Amanda and I are going to sing TV theme songs to you. Now we start by talking about cat vomit because of course we do, but we are going to cover all the best TV themes. We're going to try to stump each other and we are going to uncover so many songs that come with that Pavlovian response where the minute you hear them, you start singing along. So if you are craving some bizarre silliness, this episode is perfect for you. And if you listen and you think, I remember that song, I cannot wait to go find it, don't worry. We put together a whole Spotify playlist just for you, so you can play all of the songs that we're talking about. Now, I do want to warn you that the audio quality is a little uneven, and I did as much as I could to smooth it out, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. I have a compliment for this episode, which is so great. To Anika, or Anika, I hope I said that right, the world is so fortunate that you are in it right now because your base level of incredibleness is off the charts. Scientists are currently working on a new measurement protocol to address how much awesomeness you have. If you would like a compliment of your very own or you would like to help support the show, have a look at patreon.com slash smartbitches. The Patreon community makes sure that every episode is accessible to everyone and every pledge is deeply appreciated. Hello, Patreon community. Thank you again for your support. This episode is brought to you by Native. Sometimes it rains on your outdoor gathering plans. Sometimes the line for coffee wraps around the block twice. Sometimes the price of something you wanted went up unexpectedly. Oh, I hate that. Sometimes life just stinks. But the good news is... You don't have to, because Native has your back. Native cares about the products you put on your body. They are all about stopping the stink the right way. That is the Native difference. You probably already know about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant, but have you tried the body wash, the toothpaste, or the brand new mineral-based sunscreen? Yes! Native now has broad-spectrum SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and your body. It's lightweight, it absorbs quickly, and you can choose between unscented or coconut and pineapple. Native is on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by putting the care in self-care with products carefully made to work against odor that are made with simple ingredients and they smell great. You can even build your own personalized product bundle, mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion. And you can get all of their products in amazing different scents like coconut and vanilla, which is my favorite, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose, and more. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native by going to nativedeo.com slash trashybooks or use promo code trashybooks at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash trashybooks or use promo code trashybooks at checkout for 20% off your first order. This podcast is also brought to you by Ritual, a vegan-friendly multivitamin delivered to your door that's formulated with high-quality nutrients and bioavailable forms that your body can actually use. I like knowing what's in my vitamins, and I like knowing what's not in my vitamins. Ritual doesn't contain sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, or artificial colorants. I also like knowing the supply chain of each ingredient and the location and method of how it was developed. Some of the ingredients were developed specifically to be vegan-friendly, and it's really cool. I also like that it doesn't make me feel nauseated. As soon as I finish a bottle, a new one shows up on the porch. I can start and snooze or cancel at any time. Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual Multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. 
Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Sarah to start your ritual today. This episode is also brought to you by Femtasy, a streaming platform with short, erotic audio stories. They want to be a safe space for you to discover what you like and what you don't. All the stories are ethically produced and designed especially to satisfy desire and provide pleasure. Femtasy exclusively represents sexual content performed with voice actors' mutual consent. Femtasy inspires and encourages you to embrace your sexuality and explore your most intimate desires. They support not only enjoying your fantasies, but leading a self-determined life under the duvet and everywhere else. I really like that there is an incredibly diverse selection of audio segments, and they're tagged and coded, so I can look for soft or intense experiences in categories like casual encounter or daring. I also like the emphasis on consent in production, too. And if you love romance fiction, hi. Femtasy can bring the more steamy parts to life just for you. The wild romance category is terrific, especially Esme's narration. She has this great confident voice that almost purrs when she says something spicy. And I have great news if you're curious. Femtasy has dropped their prices for International Masturbation Month. I didn't know it was International Masturbation Month. They want everyone to have easy access to their erotic stories and have lots of fun while exploring your sexuality. Are you ready for these new prices? You can subscribe for 99 cents a month or $9.99 for the annual subscriptions. That is an incredible discount over previous pricing. 99 cents a month or 10 bucks for the year. Wow. There are over 500 audio experiences exclusively for you to connect with yourself and make that connection more intense. Don't miss the discount this month only, available to everyone. Listen to your fantasies and take more time for yourself on femtasy.com. That's F-E-M-T-A-S-Y, femtasy.com. Are you ready for this podcast? Make sure you check out the Spotify playlist because we're going to sing a lot of songs on with me and Amanda being extremely silly. Speaking of Linus, I don't know if I, I don't think I told you the other day that Linus uh, left a bunch of puke piles around the house. Oh, because, right. He got into uh, some plastic that he should not yeah, have. Yeah, he had a buffet of plastic in the middle of the night. So I love when like, that happens. Please don't die on me, cat. Um, and I felt bad. Now, if he's puking, he you're would, good. <laughs> well, if like every time he would fall asleep, if I couldn't see him breathing, like I would wake him up, and he's probably like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> Listen, I just ate a lot of plastic. I gotta digest. Please stop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like just. Oh leave my me gosh. Alone. Poor Linus trying to snooze yeah. through his indigestion and you're like, wake up, wake up. I just want to make sure you're not dead. My favorite is the middle of the night puke song that oh, when the, you're awoken uh, from a, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like it, it, it's, it's almost like you remember those commercials for Ricola where there were those guys in lederhosen <laughs> on a hillside blowing into yeah, a large big, horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So there Adam it's like that was two weeks ago, Adam. You're two weeks late. You could not be more you could not you could not possibly <laughs> overestimate his excitement for TV themes. 
Oh, I'm he's sorry. like made of television themes. It's absurd. It is the thing I, in the world that I know the most. It is about. the thing he knows the world in the world that he knows the most about. But in the middle of the night, when you're, it's true. When you're trying to sleep, and all of a sudden you hear the echoing preamble to a cat puke. Not only oh, do you have that horrible, disgusting noise to wake up from, but if you're really oh, lucky, yeah. you have a dog who is what 15, 17 pounds. He's a knish with legs. Yeah. Maybe he's poor maybe cutlet. he's 20 pounds. He's a little pork cutlet. And he's old and he's got short legs. And he's mostly deaf, but not to that sound. And he will leap <laughs> off the bed, land on I the wonder- floor, and scurry down the hall searching for his prize. And by that point, you're awake I and you're wonder- like, should I intervene? Yeah. <sighs> I wonder if like cat hacking is on like a like a frequency that he can sense. Just, oh, absolutely. Just, just something about. <laughs> so, well, then you have to buzz. be like, oh, God, where is the pile? Oh, oh, yeah. And, you know, my eyesight is so bad that when I don't have my glasses on, the floor is not in focus. Like, nothing beyond my waist is in focus. So, you know that I am treading very carefully and I have stepped in many <laughs> a disgusting, cold, slimy mess. And then tried not to scream yeah. and wake Atma. Because if I scream, then he's going to think something's really wrong. Not, I just stepped in some yak. That's different. Well, uh, Linus got creative with the last batch of puke piles. Uh, oh, so we no. Thought we got them. No. We thought we got No, them that's all. not what you want. No. Oh, no. no. We found another one. No. Somehow, between the back of the couch and the couch cushions... So that was how I were you, were you all just, were you both, were you and Stephanie just both yelling about it? Like how? I don't know. Oh God. How? Stephanie found it and she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. She's like, (laughs) well, she was like going to get the mail or something and like saw it out of the corner of her eye. And she's like, Amanda, (laughs) I need you to see where (laughs) I found this because describing it to you won't have is insufficient you need to see and i was uh impressed and horrified i was like how did you do this dude how how are they so creative and so terrible i have no clue it's so bad no there's something like very masterful about a cat's brain like they know what they're doing Uh, there is a wonderful cross-stitch pattern site called shitpost sampler where someone makes (laughs) Cross-stitch patterns out of Tumblr shit posts, which is the most perfect yeah. marriage aside from my own, basically. And it's, I think it's Gumroad. So if you Google shit post sampler, you can pay what you want for these patterns. But one of them is cats have such little heads and they pack so much bastard into them. <laughs> yes. So my good friend, Bree, sent me, because she has a cat named Devastator. Um I'm sorry. Hold the phone. Kind of Princess Devastator is Princess yeah. Devastator is the name Princess of her cat. Yes. Um, wow. Two, two boy cats called uh, Amos and Peaches. Um, but Amos, there's a cat Peaches. Of, yeah, Devastator. Um, and wow. there was another cat up for adoption named Killing Spree. <laughs> that is oh, the geez, name God. Shelter. 
I was like, Brie, you have to get Killing Spree because you could have Devastator and Killing Spree as cats. That's um, like true crime, the house cat collection. Yeah. And so after I sent that, she sent me this TikTok, which I just sent to you. Um, okay. About this night shift nurse who um, someone made a post. that's like everyone has cute names for their dogs, like Bailey or Max. Meanwhile, cat names are like, this is my cat Beef Stroganoff. Um, yep. And so <laughs> she went through and like rated weird cat names and like people's cats. <gasps> and there was a cat named Mozzarella Television. <laughs> That's a fabulous name. Mozzarella. There was one just named Egg. <laughs> okay. Um, and there's there was another one named Stovetop, but they called him Stubbin for short, Stovetop Oven. <laughs> which Stubbin. I thought, okay. I thought Stubbin was real cute. Um, oh my god. So it just like showed the disparity between dog names and cat names. <laughs> so Adam is telling me that we already have TV themes. And yeah. people talking about their pets in the message queue. So tonight's That's episode. It's great. great. Amanda is going to be singing TV themes to try to stump me on what they are. And then I am I going mean, to I, sing TV I themes. I stump you. You might stump me. You won't stump Adam, but he's not listening. Um, <laughs> but I need to tell you that because, as I have stated, I am puberty years old, older than yeah. you. Our yeah. television experiences may not match up. Oh, no, no. Let's start with Certainly some messages not. and then we'll, we'll warm up our voices and my neighbors, as I'm sitting outside, <laughs> my neighbors will be like, Dude. why are you sitting outside singing television Local songs in, to your phone? All right, here we go. Yeah. Message okay. number one. I-, I hope someone doesn't take mine. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Fighting teens. Yeah, that's a fact, Jack. Raphael is Cuba Brood. Michelangelo is party to attack. Eric, you know all the words. I am yeah. so impressed. That was actually on my list. So Eric has, has taken a point from my list and gotten a point for themselves because okay. I didn't know all the words. I was just going to stop with Heroes on the Half Shell turtle power yeah all right um, here is another message another from claudia claudia's we've got four so that was um i just want to say that the statement it's a perfect it's the most perfect marriage besides my own is like a chef's kiss kind of statement i love that <laughs> thank you claudia thank you I, I don't boast about my own marriage because it's gross and awful but I, I i do like my marriage yeah i like my husband he sits here and moderates all my messages we met in a senior year of high school super nauseating yuck you all love right. each other gross i know oh you sound like my older son like alex will give me a hug and he's like oh that's so gross i'm like yeah i know living in a house where your parents love and care for each other oh and they love and care for you too he's like oh i have to leave <laughs> I honestly can't relate. So <laughs> <laughs> neither can I, except for the parenting part as a child. Fuck that. Yeah. Can't relate. Or, nope. Nope. My parents didn't divorce till I was 26, but it should have happened when I was 15. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 So, uh, out in the middle of the field with the scythe, going, well, I suppose this is how you do this, because I have no role models. 
<laughs> oh, we got another we got another message here. Here we go. Okay. So talking about cat throw up. Oh my god. Yes. I was recently yes. cleaning up Stefka. after my cat and I noticed that he threw up all over my TV receiver. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no! That little rat bastard. If that gets into the nooks and crannies. Oh, it's just not good. And then you, you sort of get, get like that thing. Right. And then you, then you kind of get anthropological about it. Like, what did you eat and when and why and where did you get this? Why is there tinsel? Like, We're not even Christian. Did you do that like, uh, school project where you have to like sift through owl puke to like find? No, I have never sifted through <laughs> owl puke, but I know that this is a project. I dissected okay. a worm. I, oh, mm-hmm. I dissected a worm and a pig, and I was told that if I could expose the worm's brain, which is a very small two-sided membrane, that if I could expose it flawlessly, I would get an A. So I didn't the, have a the partner. The worm is boring. Let's be honest. The worm is the super worm boring, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I opened the little head, and I realized that I had accidentally removed the brain. So I stuck <laughs> it back in. I was like, I guess that's where it goes. That's fine. And I moved on. And the teacher came over to look over my shoulder and was like, oh, you did it, Sarah, you did it. You exposed the brain. Everyone come over here and see this incredible technique. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, you get an A. You're, and I was like, I stuffed it back in there. Lie. Please don't make me a surgeon because I just stuffed its brain back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have a message. We have two more messages. Okay. And, then, okay. and, and then we're going to start singing. I'm sorry, everybody. Big okay. ones, small ones, patterned or plain. If you call in what? once, you'll have to call again. One-stop shop. We've got the lot. Get it all at Stetchford Tile. Don't, 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 don't. All right. When people who are not in the States call with commercials and songs, it is the greatest because I don't know them, but they're just amazing. It's like reading the local newspaper and being like, this is incredible. I love it. I still think about the woman who called in and was saying the, like, was like Milky Bar theme song. I yes, me too. About that. And the fairy dishwashing liquid. Yeah. That was delightful. Like, I could have listened to our sing commercials all night. Yeah. Please excuse me for muting for a moment. My wine went down the wrong pipe. All right, here is one more message, and then we shall sing. Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, Hi. How you going? Uh, G'day, g'day. Uh, This chat is awesome. This is bloody awesome. I don't think I've, uh, I'm yet to come across a, uh, a chat here in stereo where someone's talking about cats and I, I love cats. Uh, that's so great. You're talking about, uh, cat spew. Uh, funny thing is, uh, my cat woke me up 3.30 this morning. Ugh. No. My alarm's for 4.15. Uh, kicked him out and then, uh, finally I went off and I got up and fed him and, uh, he was fine. He was, you know... Just chilling on the couch next to me, and next thing I look over and I see his tongue hanging out his mouth, and he's oh. gonna spew, and he spewed all over his blanket. But uh, luckily, it was just like a, it was like a seafood sausage that he spewed oh, God, up, and it was really it right easy up, to clean. Right? Yeah, uh, and then he did it happens. again on the rug, and uh, same thing. So um, yeah, <laughs> fun times. <laughs> cheers. Uh, cheers to you, Aussie Dave. Uh, Aussie Dave, if you are still listening, I do want to know. I want to know your cat's name. I mean, this is very important information, right? We need to know more about this cat. When they're easy to clean up, it's glorious. 
when they're not the, as the worst. When Linus, like if you kick him out or you don't get up fast enough or whatever and he pukes, mm-hmm. uh, we call that spike pu- like spike puking. So oh, it's I, totally I can, spite. Yeah. I can just imagine, like, if people use that in real life, like, <laughs> the spite puke mechanism. I know this is full-on disgusting, but I'm imagining someone, like, looking at the array of, like, cat puke, like, reading tea leaves. Like, what is <laughs> puke hot? Maybe. And Wait a minute. ingredients trying to communicate. <laughs> You might be onto something. Maybe cat puke is like a horoscope for your cat. Yeah. It's like reading tea leaves. You have to read the cat puke. It's like rising um, rising moon in Aries, cat puke in the hallway. Is your Mercury in retrograde? <laughs> yes. Cat Mercury is always in retrograde as pertains to you. Yeah. Yeah. We have a message. Hang on. Okay. All right. Oh, it's Lizzie. I used to have this really gnarly cat named Fluffy, and I loved her deeply. And yeah. <laughs> her favorite snack was whatever she killed outside and brought oh, yeah, nice. on the carpet. Nice. So my mom would be buttoning up the house at like 3 or 4 in the morning after her only time that she got alone, and then her foot would go squish. And no. it would be terrible. She'd be cleaning up like... Oh, vol intestines out of her toes. It'd be the worst. She hated it so much. Okay, first of all, I love the phrase buttoning up the house. That is exactly what it's like when you get ready for bed and you clone all the lights and you lock the door. Buttoning up the house is the most adorably. I have not either. And it is the most adorably perfect phrase ever, 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 ever. I have told you my theory of of dogs and cats, right? Both dogs and cats are determined to show humans how to do things. Cats are determined to show you how to cat and you're doing terribly and they're very unimpressed. Dogs are determined to show you how to be a dog and you're not doing well at all, but they're still very proud of you and they want you to keep trying. Let's go for a walk. I'll show you yet again. You're doing great, sweetie. How? Yes. Look, we're going to show you one more time how to pee on different things outside. You still don't do it. You still go in the house, and that is not right. But we're still we're still proud of you for trying. We're going to try one more time to show you how to do this. Yeah. And they're very proud of you for trying, but they are both trying to show you how to live appropriately, and we are just terrible at it. Yep. All right. Game on. What is your first TV theme? This is not going to stump you. Okay. But. I want to see if it's on my list. I fully believe this is the best TV theme song ever written. Best TV theme song ever written. This is your contender. Oh, is it Greatest American Hero? It is not Greatest American Hero. Oh. Um, Okay. (laughs) Did Adam say he doesn't know what that is? No, he's singing it now. He knows what that is. Okay, okay. Which is weird that I've never seen an episode of Greatest American Hero, but somehow I know the theme song. Oh, of course it, you know the theme song. This was a show in, like, the 70s. I don't know oh, yeah. how this works. Okay, but this is the best TV theme song in the history of TV theme songs. Oh, wow. Die on this hill. Yeah. Okay, okay. you are prepared to defend I, this position. This is yeah, the best I'm, TV theme song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. You're going to know right. it. But it's just okay. so good. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I've got my okay. hands gripping the arms of my chair. I wonder if Adam like has like clued in and has a, an idea of what I'm about to say. No, he's waiting for me to tell him because he can't okay. hear if he's right. moderating. Oh, but okay. I'm 
Okay, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck blur. Might solve a mystery or rewrite history. DuckTales. <laughs> yes, that is definitely a contender for best TV. Have you heard? Have you, have you seen the YouTube video of the guy who does the DuckTales song as Ian McKellen? DuckTales. No. <laughs> Woohoo. So there's the guy who sounds like Morgan Freeman reading Everybody Poops. And then there's another guy who does an impression of Ian McKellen singing the DuckTales. It's Ian McKellen, right? DuckTales. Woohoo. <laughs> no, so, one of my favorite comedy like bits was this comedian he was talking about like the the start of his bit was talking about like pavlovian responses to things or whatever oh yeah kind of like meanders off track or whatever so you you forget about it and then he starts talking and singing the ducktales theme and he gets to the part or rewrite history and he's like ducktales and completely unprompted the entire audience goes Woo-hoo. Yeah, absolutely. Ducktails. Woohoo. He's like, if that's not a Pavlovian response, Ducktales. Woohoo. Um, so that is the best theme song in the entire world. And I will is die fighting for it. Definitely a top three. Definitely in the top mm. three. Okay. I'm, I'm willing, I'm willing to support to this. Speaking of Pavlovian responses, I can't remember why, but my prof- I had a professor who told some story about like a kid crying in Little League and completely unprompted, the solid majority of the class just immediately said, there's no crying in baseball. <laughs> no! Oh my God, I love this. <laughs> I mean, pretty it's, much that is the response, right? Yeah, it's it's weird how like you'll remember... Uh, like movie lines and sometimes they won't emerge from your subconscious until like much later like today i used the quote from the like narnia movies with aslan where he's like do not cite the deep magic to me which i was there when it was written and like said that to someone today and all of a sudden i was like where did that come from deep inside me like oh yeah (laughs) Why did this come out at this moment? And why do you remember it? Like, why do I remember the last paragraph of Great Expectations? I didn't even like it. Do I remember it? Yes. Yeah, it's just like, your brain is like, we're going to keep this. Yeah. All right. So I have many theme songs on a list that we made. And then Alex, my older child, who was 15 and embarrassed by us very easily, ran screaming because we had too many theme songs. And he was embarrassed by us (laughs) singing them in the middle of the street. Yeah. Some of them are 70s, but I will say that a close contender to the, not only the absolute brilliance of the DuckTales theme, but also the Pavlovian response level (laughs) of TV themes would be everything that comes after the following phrase. You ready? Yeah. All right. This is about to be the whitest thing you've ever heard. Okay. I'm ready for it. In West Philadelphia, born and raised. (laughs) On the playground is where I spent most of my days. If you walk up to a total stranger and you say, 
in West Philadelphia, born and raised, they're going to know what to say. And it's going to yeah. be like, you can't hold back the eruption, right? Oh, yeah. You just it can't. Is. No. It's like cat puke. It just... It's, it's like <laughs> cat puke. The other one that is less effective in the current generation, because I don't think this show is in reruns anymore, but when Adam and I were younger, if you said to somebody, Shlemiel, Shlemazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. Incorporated. Do I know what the fuck that means? No, I do not. I feel like Shlemiel, Shlemazel aren't real words. No, they're, they're real words in Yiddish. I can tell you what they mean. Yeah, what do they mean? So a shlemiel is Yiddish for somebody who's a fool or an idiot. And I have to ask the person who's been Jewish longer than me, shlemazel is what? So if you're at a dinner party. If you're at a dinner party. is the guy who spills the soup. The shlemazel is the guy who gets soup spilled on him. Okay, so Huffington Post has an no. article about oh, dear. this. Shlemiel uh, and shlemazel? Yeah, so Shlemiel What is this HuffPo's is... Yiddish vertical? <laughs> Shlemiel is the clumsy person. Shlemazel yep. is the un- unlucky person. Yes, but I don't know what Hassenpfeffer Incorporated has anything to do so, with this. So someone said, or in the article says, Hassenpfeffer is actually a German stew, uh, and they have no idea why it's part of the ditty, except that when you put it all together, you cannot help but laugh how it sounds. So Hassenpfeffer Incorporated, we're going to do Hassen- it. Hassan <laughs> Pfeffer is apparently a German stew, but it has All right. no, no real meaning. Also, okay. Hassan Pfeffer looks delicious. I would eat it. I hope you are enjoying the profound silliness of singing TV theme songs at each other. Uh, we will be right back with more theme songs, but I want to tell you about one more thing. If you were like me as a kid, you really loved cereal. Like we've had debates in my household at the dinner table about which breakfast cereal reigns supreme. It's a very pitched battle. Unfortunately, as an adult, I've realized that sugar is really not good for me and the cereals that I love are like made of sugar. But now I have magic spoon cereal in my pantry. Are you ready for this? Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving and only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And it comes in a variety pack. There are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter flavors. And uh, the elder teenager and I just had a taste off. Now, I have a serious weakness for frosted cereal. The Frosted Magic Spoon was awesome. My elder teen's favorite was the peanut butter. He thought that was perfect for eating straight out of the box. But I will not let him do that because he can have any cereal he wants. These are my cereals. And when everyone's having a bowl of cereal while watching cartoons, I have mine now too. Go to magicspoon.com slash trashybooks to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use promo code trashybooks at checkout to save five bucks off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product They back it with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So remember, you can get your next delicious bowl of grain-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash trashybooks or use the code trashybooks to save $5 off. And thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Now, if you are not yet tired of hearing Amanda and me sing TV theme songs at each other, we're about to get super, super, super happy 
And we are going to end this episode on such a high note. I hope it makes you feel as happy as it did us. Back to TV themes. And then you had all of these women's shows like Living Single and then 227 and all of these shows yes, about women. Yes, and uh, Yes. Okay. That's on my list, by the way. That is one of my favorite TV, th- TV themes. I don't know what the theme is. I just remember watching it from time to time. That one never stuck in my brain. There's no place like home with your family <laughs> around you. You're never alone. Well, you know that you're loved. There's no need to roam because there's no place like home. I love that song. It's also very appropriate for the quarantines. That has to be on reruns somewhere, right? Yeah. Has to be. What's your next theme song? Okay. So, um, this is, we have very Pavlovian response theme themes here. Like the first line and you're like, oh, this is the rest of it. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to spoil it and say, this is the greatest American hero theme song. I don't know any part of the song, but the chorus, I don't know how it got stuck in my brain. I've never seen an episode of this show. And I was alive after the show, I believe stopped airing. I was okay. Uh, I don't know why, it was, but the chorus is, and if Adam wants to sing along, um, believe it or not, I'm walking, I'm walking on, air. on air. I never thought I would never feel so free. So free. <laughs> Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. Yes, it's so good. I don't know how it made its way into my brain, but I will catch myself sometimes singing it like to myself because it's like believe it or not it's just me and for some reason that like just tickles me so much. it's a bop um, it, it slaps it does it is it is a verifiable jam <laughs> i have a number of theme songs that i know you probably won't know okay because they are kids song kids shows that my kids loved yeah like and i never grew up on the wiggles or whatever Right. I didn't grow up on the Wiggles either, but I have seen the Wiggles live in concert at least yeah. twice. And I've, and I've seen They Might Be Giants kids shows like four times. Yeah. But I think that the kids show lyrics that really work are the ones that just tell you what's going to happen in the show. And it tells you <laughs> what, what it is, what's going to happen. All right. So there was an animated show featuring four to five little kids that were different animals and they had a common backyard. And the lyrics went, your backyard friends, the backyard agains, together we're in the yard again. We've got the whole wide world in our yard to explore. We're going to see things we've never seen before. That's why every day we're back for more backyard friends, the backyard agains. Now, the great thing about the backyard agains was it had really good animation it clearly had great representation in the voice actors and in the different plots that they followed. But every episode was a different style and genre of music. And if you can find the 80s episode, it fucking rocks. <laughs> like Tasha, Tasha the hippo becomes a giant. And she sings about how there's nothing bigger than a giant except her giant heart. Oh. <laughs> But the very best part of the Backyardigans is the closing song. Like a children's show that has a closing song is awesome. And at the end, the the imaginary world or adventure that they've created starts to fade away and they get their 
they, they get their little backyard back. And at the end, they all sing, we've got the whole wide world in our yard to explore. Now it's time for us to have a snack. Meet you <laughs> next time when we're back with your friends, the Backyardigans. And there are times when I will go in the kitchen and just sing, now it's time for me to have a snack. Meet you next time when we're back with your friends, the backyard again. It's not, I don't think it's even on the air anymore, but that show was amazing. I was oh, so good. Animal children. I'm They're super cute. All right. Trust me, you want to watch the episode with the 80s. I think it's called A Giant Problem, where they think Tasha okay. the Giant is, is terrible and. The 80s music is just, it is perfect. Okay. All right. We have a message from Stefka while you're Googling the adorable backyardigans. Yeah. So here's a, a one that I used to watch with my sister in the 90s. Sister, yes. Sister. Sister. Talk about yes! Twister. <laughs> shaking up the family tree with sibling synchronicity. Sister, yes! sister. Sister. Never knew how much I missed you. Now that everybody knows, I ain't ever gonna let you go. So, um, this one, I guess the Pavlovian <laughs> response would be, go home, Roger, if you've ever watched <laughs> I enjoy okay. Sister, Sister. Stavka, that was some outstanding singing, by the way. <laughs> that was fabulous. And yes, also the fact that they use the word synchronicity is just yeah. perfect. That's a flex. <laughs> that is that is a lyrical, lyrical flex. Okay. So I have a, a two-parter because neither Ooh. of these songs are the 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 theme song or the ending song, but they appear in the show almost every episode. Okay. So, and they're very quick and I think you'll, um, you'll get it right off the bat. Okay. So All one right. of the songs, one of the songs always featured and there was a time. So during the summers, my grandmother would watch me instead of like me going to daycare. So I would watch a lot of, like Nickelodeon and like Cartoon Network, like young children's programming. So like Blue's Clues and stuff like that. The OG <laughs> Blue's Clues was the shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean. Adam goes to check the mail and may in fact sing the mailbox song. Yeah, of course. Who Obviously. Uh, Everybody does. Yeah. So similar to Blue's Clues, uh, the first song is called Backpack. Backpack, backpack. Backpack, backpack. I'm the backpack loaded up with things and knickknacks too. Anything that you yes. might need, I've got inside for you. Backpack, yes. backpack, 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 backpack. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, if there's a place you gotta go, I'm the one you need to know. I'm the map. I'm the map. Yep. I'm the map. If there's a place you gotta get, I can get you there, I bet. I'm the map. And then it repeats, I'm yep. the map, like, for forever. In case you forgot that it was. Yep. <laughs> Dora, 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 the explorer. She's a super cool explorer, Dora. Dora should not be messed with. Yeah, I don't remember the actual theme song, but I remember those. Dora, two Dora, Dora, the explorer. Oh, the explorer. She's a super cool explorer, Dora. 
Grab your backpack. Let's go. Jump in. Vamanos. Vamanos. You can okay. lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> My neighbors are going to be so confused. What's wrong with me? It's going to be amazing. <laughs> because, like, what's weird is the generations of children's shows change very quickly. So I have teenagers yeah. and my neighbors have kindergartners. And so they've got like Paw Patrol and completely different show frames of references. But some yeah. stuff is ter- eternal, like Beyblade, 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 <laughs> Never seen let it episode. rip. <laughs> but let you know it. what they are. Yeah. Beyblade, Beyblade, <laughs> let it rip. Yep. It's not a fart. <laughs> it's not a fart. It is a small, expensive metal top. I have two more kids shows, one that is just lyrically ridiculous. And then one that it occupies like the deepest, squishiest, most emotional part of my soul. And I will argue that this okay. is the greatest children's TV song ever. Okay. Yeah. So there have been many incarnations of this cartoon and maybe you caught one of them, but the original lyrics went, it started when an alien device did what it did. Oh, oh no. It started when an alien device did what it did and stuck itself upon his wrist with secrets that it hid. Now he's got superpowers. He's no ordinary kid. He's Ben 10. Okay. Ben 10. He's Ben 10. He had 10 different aliens. But the thing is his, his antagonist was Kevin E. Kevin. 11. Kevin. 11, like L-E-V-I-N. Kevin 11. Yeah. Kevin 11 was his, was his nemesis. And then later became a Did good guy and like hooked aliens? up with Ben. It's complicated. It's very complicated. He wasn't an alien, but he could absorb the powers of other aliens. I forget what that was. I thought he could absorb like surf. Like no, he could absorb surfaces. Like he could touch metal and become metal. He could touch glass and become glass. That's not a good superpower. He'd be yeah. brave, very breakable. But his nemesis was Kevin E. Levin. Oh boy. The other children's show that I love. Like, I used to sing this to my kids to put the, like, to help them go back to sleep. And it was the closing song, but it is just the sweetest, sweetest song. I love it. Okay. This was written in 1970 before I was born. That's how old this is. Oh, boy. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling. You're growing inside. And when you wake up ready to say, I think I'll make a snappy new day. It's such a good feeling, a very good feeling. The feeling you know that I'll be back when the day is new and I'll have more ideas for you. And you'll have things you'll want to talk about. I will, too. Oh, my God. I loved <laughs> it so much. Sweet. That's very sweet. And Mr. Rogers was filmed where I grew up. So Mr. Rogers was like like the neighbor of Pittsburgh. Like the, the Mr. Rogers Just Neighborhood Museum is in Pittsburgh. And it's seeing. so adorable. Just seeing a Mr. Rogers episode start will instantly make me start crying just because of like, oh my God, me too. And wholesome, like that show was. And I'm like, oh my God. No. And I was so jealous. My, my sister went to college in Pittsburgh and Mr. Rogers was her commencement speaker. And I was so pissed. Well, I mean, it was, like, down the street for him, so, like, no big deal. But, oh, yeah. my gosh, Mr. Rogers. Did he wear a little – did he wear a sweater? 
Did he wear one of his yep. sweaters? Oh yep. my god. And a gown, but but he had the sweater on under the gown. Yeah. Did you see? I think it was in Pittsburgh. Uh so Mr. Rogers' wife, I don't know if she's still alive, but she was alive at the time. But as part of like a fundraiser, a bunch of people knit uh red Mr. Rogers sweaters for NICU babies. Yeah. So are these photos of like NICU babies <laughs> knit? Yes, Children's <laughs> Hospital of Pittsburgh. Yep. Yep. That's oh my hometown. My I mean, of all of the things for Pittsburgh to be known for, you know, screw sports and the steel industry collapsed when I was like three. Mr. Rogers is the thing, right? Like, that's the thing. Yeah. so good. Okay. So good. So all right. I have, I have two kids shows and one like, like a family sitcom. So I love it. Choose either uh, children's show one or two or the sitcom. All right, let me let me ask my 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 trusty sidekick. Amanda has children's show one, children's show two, or family sitcom. Fam- Which one are we going to hear next? I mean, I got to go with family sitcom. We got to go with family sitcom. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. He's so, so fluent know, in those. I know most of this song, but I don't know where to start okay. because there's such good. Okay. Um, <laughs> as long as we've got each other, each other, we've got yes! the world spinning right in our hands, baby. You and me, we gotta be the luckiest dreamers who never quit dreaming. As long as we keep yes! on giving, we can take anything that comes our way, baby. Rain or shine, all the time, all the time. Sharing the laughter, sharing the laughter, love. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, that's on my list. <laughs> but the first line is like, show me that smile again. Show me that smile. Show me that <laughs> smile. Yes. Oh my god. Minute of your crying. We know we knew the end. The end. The best, the best is ready, ready, to, be ready to begin. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then that was the one. So that's written and sung by Alan Thick, right? I don't know if he wrote it, but he's definitely he's definitely singing it. And that was yeah. Growing Pains, right? It was, which yeah. <laughs> which had the more famous song, but was so subpar to me compared to Family Ties as a show. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Wait, Growing Pains was just was just fat jokes at Tracy Gold's expense, which led her led the poor woman to develop like severe anorexia and Kirk Cameron being a complete tool, which is not a habit Kirk he Cameron. kicked off and is such a tool. We had um, such high hopes for you and you disappointed at every turn. When you were young, when you were a young Amanda, yeah, did yeah. you have like Tiger Beat and Teen Beat and the magazines where it was like lots of if yeah. So if you want to know who my hunky uh, early 90s sitcom crush was, um, yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas in Home Improvement. Oh, totally. Totally. Raspy voice. JTT all the way, right? Yeah. So when I was younger. Devin Devin Sawa, who was in the movie Little Giants, which I love to death. Um, Oh. He was more of a movie heartthrob than a TV show heartthrob. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a movie (laughs) dude. So yeah. when I was younger and there was like Tiger Beat and Teen Beat, and it was just basically like teen pinup magazines, there was so much Kirk Cameron and I never got the appeal. He was a jerk in his show, 
I never saw any interviews with him. His pictures were always smarmy. I never got the appeal. (laughs) And apparently I was right. He's super smarm. (laughs) But you're so right. That is a fantastic TV theme. It's on my list, too. That might, I mean. Very good. So far, we haven't, I don't think we've overlapped yet, right? That's the first one. No. No. Okay. I mean, one of my children's. One of my children's shows is, might predate my own children, but is so ridiculous that I love it so much. I will share it yeah. with you now. Okay. Bananas in pajamas. Oh my God. I, I have love to sing it. In pajamas. Yeah. They're coming bananas down the stairs. Bananas in pajamas. They're coming down the stairs. Bananas in pajamas. They're coming down in pairs. Bananas in pajamas. They're chasing teddy bears. Sneaking up behind them to catch them unawares. Who was high when this was made? Who was like, <laughs> let's take bananas and put them in pajamas because it rhymes? I don't know. But I applaud them for it. <laughs> I, I mean, if you... Like, think about it. If you needed to really entertain your brain, you could do an edible and watch some bananas and pajamas and have a really oh. good time. I mean, or not, depending or on not. which way that. Which is now, I have one other, one other, you should do an edible and watch this show option, but you might not have seen this one because this was very 90s. Okay. Was it Secret Life of Alex Mack? Because that was a fucking weird show. No, that was a weird show, though. Yeah. All right. Is the first line of that show Muno? He's big and friendly. He's tall and tall and friendly. Okay. Tall and friendly. So when I get to the end, I'm going to tell you what to Google so you can look at these pictures. It's amazing. Okay. Muno. He's tall and friendly. Fufa. She's pink and happy. Broby. The little green one. Tootie. She's Pink and happy. She likes to have fun. Plex, a magic robot. Let's all go and play with DJ Liz Rock today. Yo, Gabba Gabba. Yo, Gabba Gabba. Yo! I have a friend who had her children. So we graduated together, and she has elementary school children. And at one point, she emailed me, and she's like, Sarah, what is this Yo, Gabba Gabba my children are watching? And I'm just like, you just have to go with it and think of it as your children's first experience with what being high is like without any of the dangers involved. (laughs) It is such a weird show. I appreciate children's shows who know that, you know the parents will also be watching. And so they try to make it entertaining for their parents. Uh, oh, yeah. Like Mark, Mark Mothersbaugh would draw pictures. Biz Marquis had the beat of the week and he would teach kids how to beatbox. Or just like their guests. Like they've had Elijah Wood on there and like Jack Weird Black. Weird Al. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know Jack Black is sitting at home watching Yo Gabba Gabba on purpose. He was on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But Yo Gabba Gabba was just so strange. It transcended itself. And then one day, a couple of weeks ago, when WandaVision was on, um, the new episodes would premiere at like midnight on a Friday. Yeah, and like then Friday, no Gabba Gabba in the background, right? On the TV. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, one of Yo Wanda's Gabba kids Gabba is, Marvel is in the MCU. I know it's Marvel <laughs> canon. So I'm on, the, I'm on Twitter in the morning and I see that Yo Gabba Gabba is trending and I'm like, oh shit, what happened to DJ Lance Rock? So I go and look and people are wigging out that Yo Gabba Gabba is part 
of the MCU. Like it's part of the Marvel universe in the Marvel world. There's Yo Gabba Gabba, but I knew. And, and so what would happen when Mar when WandaVision was on and now with Falcon and the winter soldier, Every Friday afternoon, when my younger son is done with his classes, my husband and him will go sit on the couch together at like 3.30 and they'll watch their shows together. It's the cutest fucking thing. Like, it's so great. But I knew that if Adam saw Yo Gabba Gabba was trending, he would click on it and he would get spoiled. So I had to send him these really (laughs) oblique texts like, listen, you're going to see something trending on Twitter and it's going to seem like something you want to click. Don't click it it's a spoiler and you will be very sad if this is spoiled. And he was like, uh, okay. So then he and Max watched it. And all of a sudden I hear, Oh my God, it's Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> Seriously That's though. Like a very sweet. Like wife thing to do though. It's like, Hey, I know. Oh, thank you. Let's <laughs> see. Like I'm all about spoilers. Like they don't bother me. And they Adam, bother me either. And they're like, no spoilers. No, 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 no. And I'm like, I spoil everything. And, and my, yeah. my younger kid, he has, he has anxiety like I do. Like our anxieties are a, a complete match. And so like, we'll be watching something and he'll text me from like the sofa. Like, Hey mom, have you spoiled this? Do you know what's going to happen? I'll be like, Oh yeah, this is what's going to happen. Okay. Thanks mom. Like we'll alleviate each other's <laughs> anxieties with spoilers, but Adam is hella no spoiler. And I knew that if he didn't get to discover the delight of Yo Gabba Gabba being in WandaVision, he would, yep. be, he would be bummed. Seriously though. That is the weirdest, most enjoyable children's show I have ever seen. There's a whole song about washing your hands that is just brilliant. <laughs> so my next song, uh, Bring is it. such a flex, is such a, I mean, I think this is another like Pav, Pavlovian response, but it was sung by Shaka Khan and it's a kid's show. The second I say the first phrase, you're going to know it. And if you don't, everyone's going to know. Sarah. Yeah. Oh God! But the pressure is ready? on. Butterfly in the sky. I I could go twice, twice as high. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. It's in a, a reading book. rainbow. <laughs> uh, do you know that I had forgotten that that was sung by Shaka Khan, and I am now incredibly I, delighted to repossess this knowledge. When I was Googling it to make sure, like, I remembered it correctly, it was, like, sung by Shaka Khan. I was like, shit, of course it is. Like, of course it was. It doesn't get, it doesn't get any better than Shaka Khan and LeVar Burton, honestly. No, it really doesn't. No. All right. Uh, I have a song for you that has an equally strong Pavlovian response. Oh, boy. I hope it's not, I hope it's not my last one, though. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. It's the Muppet Show! (laughs) It's time to eat the music. It's time to light the lights. It's time to meet the person on the Muppet Show tonight. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to meet the Muppets on the Muppet Show tonight. Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. It's like a kind of torture to have to watch the show. Boom, 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 boom. Drum solo on the patio chair. There we go. There you are. No, that was not my... I'm, like, crying. <laughs> but, like, it's a Pavlovian response, right? 
ladies and gentlemen, it's the Muppet Show. It's 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 kind of like the, the like Friends, the Friends theme song too, like the clapping part. Like One, I don't even like Friends two, as a TV show. Three. The Pavlovian response is also very pronounced in the the Friends theme song, where you have like the clap part. Oh, da 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 da. da yep. <laughs> So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Yep. Yep. It's Pavlovian. It just gets you, right? Yeah. There there's a part in so my friend Gail and I were driving to go like pick up food after the bookstore. And she is older than me. Uh she's like 58. But I love Gail so much. She's wonderful. And so we're in her car. And Blister in the Sun by the Violent Femmes came on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, like, came out in the 70s, I think. Oh, no. So Blister <laughs> in the Sun came out in 83 is when it came out. Oh, my um, So goodness. before I was born. But I love the song. But it was funny that, like, the minute it happened, we both, like, clapped. It's great. It's, it's, a, it's a multi-generational Pavlovian response, right? Yeah, and it's a it's a kick ass song. Everyone go listen to "Blister in the Sun" by Violent Femmes. <laughs> All right, here we go. We have okay. a message from Kip. Yo, what's up, I'm adult and smart bitches? What's good? What's good? Hey! See the theme is hey! uh, TV theme song challenge. All yeah. right, one of my favorite like yes! uh, TV theme songs have to be like, well, gotta be like the Malcolm in the Middle song, you know? Yes, yes. no, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Can you repeat that <laughs> question? question? Yes! You're not the boss of me now. Oh, that's such a... I think that's They Might Be Giants, <laughs> isn't it? Yes, They Might Be Giants wrote so many good theme songs, and that's one. definitely one of them. I've heard them perform that live and watch like little toddlers start moshing. It's amazing. <laughs> Are you sure just because they're unsteady on their feet? <laughs> no, they were definitely moshing. I was watching <laughs> little little handfuls of Cheerios careening into one another. Oh yeah. I didn't even <laughs> yeah, have that on you, my list. Thank you. That is brilliant. So my last All right. one that I have on my list. Um, yes. I I owned the movie soundtrack to this in cassette because I loved this song so much. Um, Oh my gosh. In cassette. And I would make my, I remember I invited a friend over and we were doing like karaoke and this was the song I chose to do karaoke. Oh my uh, gosh. (laughs) So you owned it on cassette and you did karaoke with it. Holy cow. (laughs) I was clearly a very cool kid. (laughs) I mean, OBS, you had pudding wrestling for Halloween. There's no topping yeah, that. This, you can do anything you want after that. <laughs> this was pre-pudding wrestling. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think you'll know this. And I, I feel like I should dedicate this to to your your teens. My uh, teens. Because okay. Your teens. My teens. Are you ready? I'm ready. I want to be the very, the very best. best. Like no one ever was. <laughs> Yes! Sam is my real test. To train them is my cause. I will yes! travel across the land, searching far and wide. Each Pokemon to understand the power that's inside. Pokemon! I'm crying! Gotta catch a ball! 
it's you and me. I know it's my destiny, Pokemon. Oh, you're my best friend in a world, in a world we must defend. Ah! <laughs> I'm crying. I love it so much. Oh my god! So good. It's like you teach me, and I'll teach you, Pokemon. Pokemon! <laughs> Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. That's oh, my gosh. I think, like, I'm, I hope, I'm sure Stephanie can hear me screaming. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's I, probably thinking, well, at least she's not fucking eating mayonnaise and peanut butter this week. I'm like, I bet she's like, God, I, I need Amanda to stop doing these stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, eating weird things, shouting Pokemon things <laughs> That's on my list. The Pokemon theme is absolutely on my list because yeah, it's of one of the best. It's 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 one of the very best theme songs that sticks with you. And the I minute know. you hear it, you're like, yes. <laughs> All right. I have I have one more. I have one more to okay. wrap things up. But are you ready? Yes. Sunny day. Sweeping the clouds away. On my way to where the air is Can you tell me how to get how to Sesame Street? That one was always so good. I don't even know what instruments make the opening sounds, but the minute I hear them. I am like, okay, it is Central Park. There are bell bottoms. Big Bird is in a tree. It is the 70s in New York. And I am there. Yeah, of course. And that is one of those things where like Pokemon, I watch Sesame Street. My kids watch Sesame Street. Sesame Street is still on. I love that. Also, do you have this episode into a podcast episode? And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Did you sing along? I hope you were singing. I hope you sang along. I hope you were like, yes, I love that show. I hope you email me and tell me what shows we forgot to sing. And I hope we do this again sometime because this really gave me a big lift and I hope that it did for you as well. And if you're thinking that you're going to hear all these songs, they're in the Spotify playlist and I link to it in the show notes at smartbitchestrashybooks.com slash podcast. Or if I did it right, you should be able to click a link in the show notes to the episode in the podcatcher that you are using right this minute. As always, I will end this episode with a bad joke. And I'm kind of spoiling it that it's a joke because I read this joke and thought, ha, that's funny, and then forgot about it. And then my husband told it to me yesterday, and I completely fell for it. And when he told me the punchline, I just yelled and scared the neighbor. So I'm kind of half spoiling it by telling you that it is a joke, but I am reasonably confident that you will be able to get some of your friends and family with this joke because it's really bad. Okay, you ready? Okay. Did you hear that Sweden has elected the CEO of Ikea to be their prime minister? Yeah, it's true. He's busy assembling his cabinet right now. (laughs) It's so silly. And when he told me, I was like, wait, really? They did? And I'd read the joke already. Oh, it was wonderful. I yelled. The neighbor got scared. It was great. So if you manage to make a member of your friends or family or surrounding humans yell about this joke, I definitely want to hear about it. You can email me, as you probably know, at sbjpodcast.gmail.com. 
We will be back next week with more silliness and mayhem and discussion about all sorts of things. But until then, we wish you the very best of reading. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Smart Podcast Trashy Books is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more outstanding podcasts to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcasts.